Jay Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by the Gateway Section of the PGA. Hey, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Pearly, what's happening this morning? Just ready to roll, man. Just ready to roll. Been out there breaking leaves and uh, prepping, prepping the world to get ready for the show. Well, that's just beautiful. We formatted a show like a round of golf. Uh, this first segment is called the On the Range segment, as you heard, and it's brought to you by the Gateway PGA. There's over 300 men and women in our Gateway section, and they are they're shutting it down a little bit this time of year. The weather's changing, and man, they've worked their butts off. Their tails off, just uh, trying to make our golf experience better, and so we really appreciate them. Uh, Pearl, social media is uh, uh, Facebook still uh, avoiding your calls? Well, it's meta now, Jay. Get your terminology straight, but uh, it's it's just fine. Uh, they're they're a little bit preoccupied with the rest of the world, but uh, I'm sure I'll be getting a call back from Mark any day. All right, that's cool. Good to know. So we're in good stead with our. Uh, our social media guru, Pearly, and uh, where we know if you guys need anything for your home, inside or outside, the people to call are Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132. Check out their website. Check out them. Call them. Kathy Donahue, they, these guys are great people, so they are there to help. All right, so Pearly, this show. Biggest news in golf probably in the last six weeks. Tiger Tiger released a video. Yeah, I, I, I know you checked it out. I, I got to tell you, honestly, I was excited to see it. I was excited oh, to see him swing. There's, there's no way you can't be excited to see him swing. And what I liked was the conversation, which we should continue on right now. Can he win? Will he win? When will he win? Uh, yes. Yes, and probably once he starts playing again after a little while and gets, you know, one of the things that's probably going to be um, as challenging as anything, Pearl, is going to be his stamina because he's got to walk, you know? Oh, absolutely. I I wanted to point that out, and we've talked about it before. Most folks don't realize what it takes to play, you know, tournament after tournament, even when you're just playing a couple in a row type of stuff. Practice rounds, walking. How many miles are you walking in a, during a round of a golf? Somewhere right? between eight and ten, depending on the course. So you're you're doing that. And how crooked I'm hitting my tee shot, you know, because well, it's a lot. St- it's a lot less if you hit it <laughs> straight. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna bring that out. Well, it's also harder when you're walking through the heather and the trees exactly. down the middle. Exactly. Sometimes <laughs> that pine straw is slippery. You know, when I don't get that bag lined up just right, I. <laughs> <laughs> you could go down anywhere. You could go down. Oh, man. I remember one time, you know, Pearly's like, me. Pearly walks, and he has got like a gear. I can walk probably faster than anybody else on tour. Pearly can lap all of us. He's like a hound dog on a bone. <laughs> he's on a he's got his, 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 He's got his like a little forward tilt, and man, a guy <laughs> could just haul ass. And I can remember one of the things that is just such a pet peeve when you're playing on the tour you're falling off, you hit it in the woods, and you're walking that way, and the marshal looks at you and he goes, oh, you're going to hate this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. oh so I look over... <laughs> I look over at John one time, and he won't even he won't even answer me. I'm like, it's that bad, huh? And he's like, 
yeah, we, <laughs> we got nothing over here. But, um, oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, so that is, that's a big deal. And uh, his golf swing still looks so – he didn't have a lot of speed, and he wasn't, you know, going at it like he would in a tournament more than likely. But um, it was really good to see him back. What have you heard, Jay? Any specifics? Or I'm sure he's keeping that very close to the vest as far as the right leg that had the sleeve on it. And anybody can go on and Google Tiger Woods, come back, swing, whatever, and it'll pop up. But he's got black sleeve that he's got on his right leg. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what made the leg look even more atrophied or maybe it's, maybe it's in that bad of shape uh, at this point. And, you know, who knows to what level it can recover. I'm sure if it can recover, uh, it, it will. Um, but... So he'll just have to learn to play a little bit different game. But he's done that with other wins, hasn't he? Oh, my gosh, Pearl. It reminds me of, you know, in a weird uh, kind of um, serendipitous thing, our dads passed away on the same day. And I can remember um, I was talking to John Cook and Mark O'Meara, and they were, you know, they were sending their condolences and stuff. And we were um, up at Wingfoot playing in the U.S. Open at, um, in 2008. And that was Tiger's first event back since his dad died. And um, they said, you should just, you know, write him a note, put it in his locker, you know. And so I said, really? And they said, yeah, he'd, it'd be cool. And he'd, you know, he'd appreciate that. He, uh, he, never, he never checked his locker the whole week. He never even went into the locker room his whole, that whole week, I guess, at Wingfoot. And he missed the cut and was out of there in a heartbeat. So um, it's... Um, it's it's interesting because then he comes back, Pearl, the first win after his dad died was the British Open that year. And he did, he only hit one driver the entire week, one driver. And, and I said to myself, if this guy didn't have to deal with the ego of, you know, how far he can hit it, and, and maybe ego is the wrong word, Pearl, but just that temptation. Because the farther you get away from the putter, the wilder he hits it, right? But if he's got that ball on the ground, you know, with a two iron or something and the stingers and all that, really super, super tough to beat. Same with his three wood. So I could envision him rebooting his entire mentality and figuring out another way. Well, we've talked about this. His his head is the best part of his game, and his pitching and putting is the best uh, physical part of the game. So at the end of the day, if he's lost, I don't know what it will be, 5, 10, what, 15 miles an hour speed, I, I personally don't know how much it's going to matter. Now, can he be dominant? Well, not if you're not hitting it a little bit further and things like that, but I don't think dominance is what, well, who knows, he might be, be thinking about that knowing the way or understanding the way he thinks. But I just think the fact that he can be competitive, I think absolutely. I think as we as we know, he can be competitive on one leg for crying out loud. So uh, what's what's the difference here? Because of his pitching, his chipping, and his mental approach, uh, he's going to be in the game. And is that going to make this next year exciting or what? Oh my gosh! I, I mean, think about it. So Augusta is how far off? Six months off? Five in April? It's wow. no, it's April. So it's. Oh man, yeah. So it's about five months, almost six six months off. It's still another half a year. I mean, I guarantee you that's circled on his calendar. There is no way in hell it's not. Well, and big picture stuff that you and I talk about all the time. The other thing is, I can remember when this accident happened, and you know how sad it was. 
and I had made the statement, and I'll make it again, that I think the saddest part of the whole accident would be if he could never play with his son, Charlie, again. It was so fun to see them playing that father-son. You could see the camaraderie, the connection that they have. So at least that's behind him. So as far as I'm concerned, whether the guy wins or not or ever plays another round on the tour, another hole on the tour, I think uh, you know he's going to be able to play with his son, his son play with him. And he, he looked pretty dang healthy uh, the rest of it. So hopefully he works on uh, some good decisions and, and not having some bad breaks. And uh, we get to see a lot of him in the next year to come. Yeah, and, and I can imagine he's playing with his son and his son's asking for shots. He's probably like, hell no, let's go. This thing is on. <laughs> well, if if uh, if his, if he's half as competitive with his son as anybody else, which my guess is he would, I know my father. No matter what, never wanted me to beat him at anything, and that that's uh, that's part of the part of the whole deal. I think so. I'm sure they've got some uh, some, some uh, fun games there. I know Tiger when he played with his son and that father son stuff. He said, "Yeah, Charlie, Charlie can chirp. Charlie can chirp with the best of them." So, uh, oh, anyway, good good news there. Great news there, and uh, you know, to be continued, I guess. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. It's amazing, you know, John. When you start thinking about that um, that Q rating and and what the tour put together for um, that, I think it's kind of that ridiculous forty million dollar pot for the most yeah. relevant social media guys. How do you think this? How do you think just just um, skew the one for next year. I mean, yeah. Tiger sticks his head out the window. He's got to get more views and more likes and more whatever than reactions and, you know, all the other guys put together. Not even close. Not even close. No, not even close. Well, that's going to wrap up the front nine, but uh, the tip of the cap segment, the tip of the cap is brought to you by the Dean team of Kirkwood. Call my buddy Colin, 314-966-0303. For any sort of your automobile needs, my tip of the cap this week goes to all of the trainers, all of the certified fitness instructors, the TPI guys, my buddy Nolan Rapp, who helped me with SSM Health and Physical Therapy with my knee. He was he was awesome. He had a great attitude. He was so knowledgeable. We got to hit balls on the... Um, uh, the K-Vest, and all sorts of different things like that. There are men and women out there, folks, that in the middle of winter, if you're hurting from a surgery or you're just trying to recover from a pulled muscle, those men and women do a great job. And it made me think of that with Tiger. And you know he had to log hours and hours and hours with somebody, and that is not fun. I mean, depending on what sort of rehab you had to do, rehab could be re- re- uh, renamed hell. So the tip of the cap, it's brought to you by my buddy Colin Burnt at the Dean Team of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Come back for more golf with Jay Delsing. This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA of America for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Um, There are over 300 men and women, PGA professionals, and over 100 golf facilities in the greater St. Louis area supporting us. They're experts in the game. They know the business of the golf, of golf. And at this point in time, this pandemic, the golf courses are jammed. These folks are working 10, 12-hour days and just doing great stuff and really appreciate them. Every time you pull up to a public course or a private course, a driving range, there's a really good chance by 
that that facility is run by a member of our section. Some of the examples of the programs that are run by these PGA professionals and the Gateway PGA section include PGA Reach, Drive, Chip, and Putt, PGA Hope, and the PGA Junior League. To learn more about the Gateway PGA, go to gatewaypga.org. To find a local PGA professional coach for your next session, go to pga.com. The PGA Growing this game we love. Marcona Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize the sponsors, staff, and volunteers who made the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic in St. Louis a huge success. Without the tireless effort of hundreds of dedicated people this past year, this PGA Champions Tour event could not have achieved the success it did. The winner in golf is the person with the lowest score. But the big winner of this event is the people and communities of need in the St. Louis area and the tremendous boost to the St. Louis economy as a whole. Well played by everyone who put in the time to make this a wonderful event. It's great to live in your community. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and a proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie Davila is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie de Villa was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner. He took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in, and there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie de Villa had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Colin Burnt over at the Dean Team of Kirkwood. Folks, if you're looking for any sort of vehicle, I know it says Volkswagen of Kirkwood. Colin has a parking lot full of new and used cars. I was just over there the other day. I bought a used VW Passat for my daughter, Joe, who just totaled it in an accident. She texted me, by the way, and said, Dad, I tapped a car in front of me. She tapped it so so well that the car's totaled. Anyway... I talked to um, to Colin, and he is working out a new vehicle for us. But we went over and looked. There is a huge selection of cars over there. My buddy Pearlie that does the show with me had bought a used Toyota truck from Colin and just loved the service and loved the vehicle. Um, 
314-966-0303. This is like dealing with family over there. These are great people. Colin's there. His right-hand person, Brandy, is there to, to do anything they can to get you in the vehicle you want. Give them a call today. Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is sponsoring a VIP St. Louis Blues game experience for two lucky winners. Enter to win a front row seat right behind the visitor's bench and join Jay Delsing and Tim Davis from Powers Insurance as you take in all the action while the Blues host the Calgary Flames. All you have to do to enter... Just go to powersinsurance.com backslash go blues. The winner will be announced on January 9th. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency here in St. Louis that specializes in robust insurance policies designed to provide coverage that's tailored to your personal needs. Hey, I know you've heard a lot about club fitting, but I need you to go visit my friends at Pro-Am Golf. They're a family-owned and operated golf discount shop in St. Louis that's been operating for over 40 years. They have a top quality fitter in CJ over there and a very qualified staff with the most up-to-date, state-of-the-art technology in the industry at all. They've got a really cool ball program coming that will help you fit your swing speed to the right ball. But most importantly, they have the lowest prices in town on this fitting. And you know what's really special? They take the price of the fitting and roll it into the new clubs that you purchase over there. So basically, the fitting costs you nothing. Visit Tom DeGrand. He's been in the business for over 40 years and a great guy. And they'll watch you hit balls in their simulator. So stop by and ask for the Delsing discount. And they'll give you even more money off their already low price. That's Pro-Am Golf, a family-owned business here in St. Louis. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay. Pearlie's with me and Brad Barnes Meet. He's taking good care of us here at the ESPN studios. And we are headed to the front nine. It's brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Man, our date's not out yet. I know what it is. I'm not allowed to say. It's going to be somewhere around the same time in September. Beautiful weather in St. Louis. Great field. PGA Tour champions. Got to come out and check us out. It is really going to be something special. Year two is going to be better than year one. All right, Pearl. I, I got to, in the, in the break, we are talking. Let's give this, what Tiger Woods is going through, give it some context. Give the give the uh, listeners an idea of a couple of other things they can kind of compare this to. What's up? Well, I mean, one that's the most obvious that just popped in the head is um, Ben Hogan with his car accident. And uh, never going to play again, can't walk, can't swing, can't do whatever. 
um, and obviously, you know, made history after the after the accident. So, you know, again, it's not fair to compare because the, the severity of the injuries, et cetera, et cetera. But it wouldn't overly surprise me if something similar. I mean, obviously, Tiger Tiger's life and Tiger's career is more than book worthy and movie worthy and everything else. And and you know, here we go again. You know, when you 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 think about these sort of guys, the Ben Hogan's, the Tiger Woods of the world, these guys that have come back from these, you know, almost life threatening injuries, uh, certainly life threatening situations. They they thought Hogan, you know, in head on collision was dead. Um, there's something about those challenges and those things that those guys put. Um, goals and set things in their mind and they go after them with such relentless energy and tireless effort that um it's uh it's pretty special well you just wonder when tigers accomplished everything hogan accomplished pretty much everything you know what's going to motivate them you know the last thing in the world you would wish on either one of those guys was the accidents that they had but it almost resets themselves gave them another sense of purpose another all that and i don't know if that's too hollywood and cornball but that's something that's run through my head with with the tiger thing is and again how far can i come back what can i do from here how can i beat the odds how can i do you know you and i have joked about it because but also it's true how many times have we counted this guy out I mean, how many shows we have yeah. yeah at least a half a dozen times for me through the years anywhere from when he first came on etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh so yeah, you know, hopefully that's let's let's put it this way. Hopefully that's what it's done for him yeah. is is given him another sense of purpose, another charge, another another mountain to climb, and uh, you know who knows who who absolutely knows. All right, so so Pearl over in Dubai, a little man named Colin Morikawa just go ahead uh, becomes the first American rewriting more of the record books, becomes the first American to win the race to Dubai. The season-long uh, series over there. Uh, Rory has a really brutal Sunday and kind of implodes, kind of tears his shirt off his body, which is kind of an odd thing. I don't know if you saw that, but I was like, what? And um, But the first American to do this, you know, bro, does this guy get his due? I mean, I, I see pictures of him wheeling his luggage through an airport. Nobody knows who he is. He's won two majors in his first Two years on the PGA Tour, he's just, you know, solid as can be. I'll go ahead and say this. He's the best iron player I think I've seen since Tiger. Well, I don't know if he gets his due. I think a lot of it has to do with the the side stories with a lot of these guys. And he seems to be just solid, low-key, goes about his business. So there's no extra fanfare. I, I think you keep winning like he's winning. And by the way, I didn't know he was the first American to win win that. That's that's not not the tournament. You're talking about the whole yeah. race. Yeah, because he won the British Open this year. You know, he did. Oh. He, yeah, he accumulated more points than anyone else. That's awesome. But anyway, he he's obviously spectacular. He's got such a mentality. And when I hear you guys like you, uh, Azinger on the tube, the other guys on on TV, everybody that seems to be around him just says his iron game and it obviously it's good on TV. I'll tell you some of the iron shots he hit, he hit coming down the Ryder cup this year were just unbelievable. That 17th hole. For oh, example, I was thinking the I, same thing. 
you just that's that's a place where you you have to have unbelievable confidence and have an unbelievable swing on top of it to even hit the shots that those guys are hitting. And and he's just sitting there acting like it's a, a little knockdown nine iron. And I, I think they were hitting fours and five irons for crying out loud. I would have been hitting three wood, but it's uh, it's awesome. So I don't know, Jay. Maybe the major fanfare is not going to be there until he wins a couple more times. But um, I, the golf world knows who he is. Yeah, they sure do. I got a I got a really cool announcement. A local St. Louis company, Rap Soto, is joining the Golf with Jay Delsing show after the uh, uh, next week. In fact, um, they've got a well. So first of all, let's talk about what this thing is. It's a it's um it's a diagnostic tool, Pearl. It's a little bit bigger than your cell phone, and it it checks spin rates launch angles and it just measures it's portable it's accurate and now it's super affordable um between uh november 24th and december 1st they're calling it their black friday sale 150 dollars off the price and it's 4.99 so i've got one of these things it is spectacular. You set this up behind you when you swing. It measures and shows you the flight of the ball. It shows you the spin, how much curve it's got on it. It is really super cool. They also now have a version of this that's morphed into the Major League Baseball. And all 30 MLB teams are using it with their pitchers and their spin rates. They're also using it with the batters and their launch angles. So, you know, guys are trying to launch this thing high so they can hit all these home runs. So, Rapsodo, guys, you got to check this out. Uh, you got to go to rapsodo.com, uh, Rapsodo Golf, and check out this little device. It is super, super cool. And when you start thinking about it, John, we have been trying to encourage people, don't sit on the couch all year. Quit drinking another beer. Go hit some balls. Go to the gym. Do something that will help you physically. Well, Pearl, you can go, and some I don't know how many people have said to me, Delsing, I can't stand practicing in the mat because I can't see where the ball goes. Well, guess what? You don't have that excuse now. You get this rep soto, and you make this swing, The ball gets stuck in the net, for sure, but you turn back to the screen and chase your shot. It's very cool. This thing sounds absolutely fantastic. Hey, Meat, have you got one of these, or is it just Jay? Yeah, I haven't gotten one yet. Uh, I'm still waiting on my delivery for mine. You You know, know, I've been traveling a lot, but I haven't seen one either, so uh, I don't don't know how we can really talk about it or promote it if if we're not... I, mean, I think can, the sniper guy, Jay, wasn't the sniper golf ball guy supposed to hook you guys Oh, yeah, up he hooked that? me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he hooked me up. Oh, don't tell. Oh, uh, my oh, bad. Uh, uh, so I, he didn't. I that was we last year, too. Yeah, that well, didn't that's matter. a good point, you guys. Because matter. I don't have any golf balls to use the rap soda with anyway. So what the heck's the difference? Pearl. That's where you start working on your mental game a little bit. You just start treating <laughs> visualize them, the balls and visualize <laughs> hey, them out hey, there and go, oh, man, that felt so good. Can the Rap Soto track my mental shots? If you let it. I don't think there's anything capable of that. No, that, we don't want to even talk about that. The screen will go black. Oh, boy. I'll tell you, I appreciate you guys having my back. It's, uh, we got your back, it, man. I'm, I'm glad that while I'm gone, everything's being taken care of for Exactly. Me. When you're not on, Pearl, we are not. We are missing you, and it is sweet, pearly, this and that. Where is he? Yeah, and we've that. had enough time to get used to it, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Woo, meets a little shot. Shout out, Pearly. Anyway, the rap soto is cool stuff, and you got to check it out. And um, these guys are uh, St. Louis company. They're they're doing great stuff across a bunch of different uh, the major sports uh, uh, leagues and teams. So uh, check out that rap soto. Um, that's going to wrap up the front nine. Uh, don't go anywhere. There'll be more Jay and John on the back nine. This is golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Our Gateway PGA section spotlight is shining a little light on the cool programs that our section is involved in. First of all, PGA Reach. They are raising money uh, serving military and uh, diversity inclusion pillars. The PGA Reach is just committed to positively impacting as many lives as possible. Another one of the 501c3 foundation um, that is evolved around the PGA of America. Drive, chip, and putt is a championship. It's a skills uh, championship. It's free to boys and girls ages 7 to 15. It's such a cool program. Then you got the PGA Junior Golf Camps where they're, they're, they're just growing the game, getting people out, playing the game, young guys, old guys, what, whatever the case may be. If you haven't played, they're getting you out swinging the club. It's just terrific. And that is happening right here in St. Louis. Our guys, our gals are doing that for the game. So support your local PGA section. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. All right, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay. Pearlie's with me, and we are headed to the Back Nine, which is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Guys, locally owned, family owned, these guys are fantastic. They offer a terrific deal with getting fitted. I am in the queue. I'm getting fitted. I'm going to go over and talk to CJ, and I've already set up an appointment. He used to be with um, the lead fitter at uh, Family Golf Centers. Now he's over at Pro-Am Golf, and he is as knowledgeable and as good as anyone you'll ever find. Once you talk about price, He'll give you a little Delsing discount, a little more help, and they'll roll the price of this fitting into the set of the club. So basically, the fitting's on the DeGrand and Pro-Am Golf. So call them at 314-647-8054 or visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. All right, so Pearl, we talked about the Rap Soto. That was kind of like a, a cool um, continuation of some of the uh, newer things that have come into the game from the statistics, statistical categories to the metrics to all the different fashion stuff we talked about and the gear stuff we talked about. Now I want to talk about something we probably should talk more about, but we don't. Let's talk about tracks. Good golf courses, bad golf courses. We've got a, a list of some hidden gems that are cool. One of my favorite courses is on that list of hidden gems. Um, but, John, one of the things that is so cool about what happened to us, you had a year of college under your belt at University of Florida while I was still in high school, but then going out to California and playing the golf courses that we played at UCLA on a day, a weekly 
revolving basis were just incredible. We're, we're just incredible. First of all, Bel Air Country Club, which we got to play on Mondays and Fridays, is still in my top five fun courses to play, best courses to play around the globe. Well, how can it be? And you and I, I don't know if you've played it. I haven't played it since all the alterations to it, which I heard is still fantastic. It's, a, it's an absolute blast. And I think just from my perspective, as we get into this conversation, one thing to just share with folks that haven't traveled a lot and done it, there are so many great golf courses in the world. It's, it's, it's scary. St. Louis is loaded with them. Chicago is actually loaded with them. New York is loaded with them. L.A. loaded with them. So it's, it's easy to get caught up in the, in, the, in the big branded names and that kind of thing. But, man, there are so many great golf courses, and plenty of them are as good or better than the, than the you know, ones that are called out to be the best. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's stuff all, um, all around that um, I, I can just remember, John, the first time I played Bel Air, I was thinking, how am I going to do this? You know, those elevated tees, those small greens. The greens were rolling at like a 12 or 13 back in the day, and it was, um, it was brutal. But then we got to go practice over at L.A. North, you know, we played Brentwood. We played Riviera on Thursday. I mean, how about playing Riviera? Remember the first time you saw the Kikuya grass? I'm like, what is this stuff? The ball well, just would to, not roll through it. To just go from Bel Air to Riviera, which isn't very far, to L.A. North, which isn't very far from either one of those, there's a great example on three very different golf courses, but three very challenging golf courses, three courses that – you couldn't play enough to get tired of them. They were no. just absolutely fantastic. And Riviera could get a little sketchy from the seasonality of uh, conditioning. But the other two, at least when I played them, were good to superb. Just just fantastic places. And Bel Air was such a treat in so many ways to us. Yeah, and then, Pearl, going up and down the coast of California in the vans, playing in tournaments and things like that, going to San Diego, playing Torrey Pines for the first time, going up to Santa Barbara, playing Sandpiper. That Sandpiper should be on that list of courses that nobody's heard of. It's a public facility. It's on the coast, and it's a blast to play. It is really, really a good course. Well, the other thing about Sandpiper, more so than the others you mentioned, obviously Torrey can get similar, but Sandpiper, depending on the wind, could absolutely beat you to death and, and where you think I could never play golf again or if the conditions are decent. I can remember I played the tournament there. I went out the first day and the winds were favorable, whatever that meant at the time. I don't remember. But, I, you know, went and kind of breezed around a couple under like no big deal. Get out the next day and I'm playing kind of late afternoon and the wind's blowing 20, 30 miles an hour apparently in the wrong direction. I don't care how well I played. I wasn't going to break 75, 76. It was, was, wasn't going to happen. And, it's, uh, and, and that can happen a lot out there, too. But that was just a gorgeous, gorgeous place. We'll keep on going up the coast. So what's up the coast from there? Yeah, no. So I can remember, um, well, the, the, obviously you got Pebble. But up in Pebble, you've got uh, San Francisco Golf, which is another Alistair McKenzie. John, one of the, we'll, we'll just go ahead and talk about it now. One of my favorite hidden gems I tell people all the time is Paso Tiempo. Remember, we played the Far West Intercollegiate up there. Uh, every year, and that golf course was just unbelievable. The 18th hole is a par three, and that that was such a really fun golf course to play. Then going up into Oregon, we played some of those courses. The fairways were like bowling alleys with 
pine trees lined up, which I had a little bit of a struggle with. Well, back. wait a second. There are more courses around San Francisco, Lake Merced, Olympic Club, San Francisco Club. Yep. I mean, uh, and then before that, uh, backing up even further, more down in the peninsula, Fort Orgey, Fort oh, yeah. Orgey, Bayonet Course. I'm not sure. I think it was the Bayonet. I know they've got a couple there. There's, there's the one golf course there. There's virtually no OB or water, none of that hazardy type of stuff. Yet it's one of the hardest golf courses you're ever going to play. Same thing again. You might get a little bit of breeze. The air is so heavy down there. The ball doesn't go anywhere. And I remember the one year, I think I was playing the year that there was the earthquake and uh, during the tour qualifying, and it shook the balls off the green. <laughs> so if it, was, if, if it wasn't hard enough just to play the golf course, uh, we, were dealing, we were dealing with that. John, that was before they cut the trees back. Remember when the trees the trees were low, and if you hit a ball that ran more than eight yards into the rough, you were taking you were pitching out because you're underneath a forty foot pine tree with the low lay, low uh, low lying limbs. Well, I think before they even did it to the degree that you and I played it, I want to say it was Craig Sadler had the record there at seventy three. And again, the reason was it's because of the rough and the, and the pine trees that came down to the ground. I mean, you're, you're just dropping out, you know, uh, in, unless you kneeled on a towel, and that's another story. But uh, <laughs> Right. But, I mean, you just think about the, the different golf courses. I can remember, John, when I went to uh, play in the Northeast Amateur, so other coasts now. We go over to New York. Westchester County uh, is, is a phenomenal, maybe my favorite place to go. But we were in Rhode Island, and I played Wanamoisa. And and the par was 69 on this course. And I'll never forget, I got to play with the great Bobby Orr. And it was just such a cool round of golf. And the golf course was just fantastic. Old school. I'd never heard of it. Who had heard of it? And um, you get you, – there's stuff like that all over the place, John. And then um, you, you could go into and, – and you could say this about – the Monterey Peninsula, too. You could go out into the Monterey Peninsula. You could go into Westchester County. You could go into Chicago. And you could go for three weeks, guys. Play a different course every day. 95% of these courses you've never heard of and go, oh, hell, this one's better than the one I played last time. And no this, you could go to Chicago, play Chicago Golf and North Shore and Skokie and all of these great places. And the funny thing is, John, you go back through the history of the golf history of golf, a lot of these tracks have hosted major championships. Yep. It's yep. just unbelievable. And so yeah, they're just they're just a name game and a branding that goes on these days, but it's fun that there's that many great golf courses. I'm not sure, Jay, I haven't had the exposure on the East Coast like you have, but is there is there another city in the country that has more good golf courses than Chicago? Oh boy! Well, Chicago is such a big city. I mean, if you wanted to say New York City would be would rival it because you'd you'd get Westchester County up there because Westchester County involves, uh, which is just on the other uh, Baltus Roll, uh, upper and lower, uh, just on the other side in New Jersey. But it's literally, you know, twenty minute ride. But you have um, Wingfoot, which is east and west, which is. Both courses have held a major championship on. Uh, you get Quaker Ridge right across the street. You get the um, Westchester Country Club, which has um, got 36 holes on it. You've got um, Canoe Brook. You've got Century, Old Oak. Places no one's ever heard of. You go on, there's, they're just massively huge, beautiful trees and just fun, awesome golf experiences. It's, uh, it's just 
it's it's on. I Chicago special though to me, John. With that, it's really special. You got Chicago golf, which is one of the best courses you'll ever play that no one's ever talks about because it's. I, real, I, real, I've real never to, I've never played it. I've heard of it, but I haven't played it. I have played Bobolink with your brother-in-law. Yeah, and uh, and Butler Jay ranks in the upper, certainly top ten for me, maybe top five for me. Uh, of, of all time, just again, straightforward, great golf courses. Uh, at, least, at least my experience there. That's the experience I had. It was just, it was just a blast. You, if you hit a good shot, you got rewarded, and if you didn't, it just beat you to beat, death. Beat, yeah. beat the daylight it out did. Of you. Pearl, you played Augusta, and I haven't. Give us a little yep. love on that. Well, Augusta was phenomenal, obviously, and, it's, and there's another example. It's, it's got the history, so I mean, it's hard to play Augusta without having the history, right? Without remembering all the great shots that you've seen. I played Sage Valley the day before, which is just outside Augusta, and the story yep. goes that gentleman built it that uh, couldn't get on Augusta, which apparently isn't the true story, but he built his own course, and it's absolutely spectacular. I mean, it it rivals anything, but the thing you can't be with Augusta, and it is a wonderful golf course. It's a great golf course, it's, it, and it has a great rhythm for golf tournaments. Um, but again, you, you're you're on hollowed ground, so it's hard not to put in it in the one or two, uh, you know, top category ever. Um, yeah, every shot out there was was fun, and and beautiful and historic. Um, yeah, hard not to gush about that place for sure. All right, so Pearl, as we wrap up this segment, what is your favorite course you've ever played? You go first. Pebble. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, There's I don't something know. something about Pebble because they change it so dramatically when the wind blows and it doesn't blow and it'll blow half the time. And it'll, it's just, there's just something about, and I, and I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the, it's the, the history. It's the, it's the things that have happened there before. It's Jack hitting the flagstick with his one iron on 17. It's all those sort of things. Watson chipping think, in. I don't think, I, with the, because the, the water, the ocean holds at Pebble, obviously, particularly coming down the pipe 16 green and 17, excuse me, 17 green and 18, 18th hole, I, I don't know how there's anything better than that. It, it gives me a little bit of uh, emotion just thinking about that and, and a couple of the fond memories that I've had, but just, just playing it standing out there, like you said, with remembering some of the other great shots and, and how gorgeous it is. And Jay, I played Pebble one time. We, we didn't see the ocean all day. That's how foggy it was. So, uh, and I played, I, I played, I caddied for you when you had to hit, no matter which way you shaped the ball, if you didn't start at 20, 20 yards minimum into the ocean, it was going to go out of bounds to the right. Yep. So, you know, to your point, it, it, that's where it might be hard for me to say if it's my favorite course because it's different every single time you walk out there, right. uh, except for the beauty, unless the fog just completely rolls in. So, John, can you quickly compare and contrast what you felt being at Pebble compared to what you felt being at Augusta in terms of, like, the history? Oh, and, 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 you yeah. know, because there's that energy, right? There's that vibe, that feeling like, oh, well, that's man. What I would say. I would say they both had it, and so I don't think I can say different. Uh, I also, you know, if you compare, especially Augusta National's clubhouse, you know, you're not going to compare that to anything today because everything today is built, you know, like Taj Mahal's. Uh, yeah. And and the beauty of Augusta National is the the history that the, the fact that the clubhouse and sorry for my history, you know, hasn't changed for a hundred years or whatever the heck it is. They just keep painting it uh, white and green. Yet it's just 
everything's just kind of perfect about it. Same with Pebble. Pebble's beautiful, but in general, it's not the Taj Mahal. It's just it's just the tradition behind it. Right. Um, and it's still it's more so than than, uh, uh, than the Masters and Augusta National. But I think that's where they compare. Is just such great history through the years, and you and I growing up watching the events. It's hard to be involved with either one of those places and not just have all kinds of emotion. That's why. That's how we're wrapping up the back nine. Don't go anywhere. We got Michelob Ultra 19th hole golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm with my buddy Joe Schieser from USA Mortgage. Hi, Jay. How are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company, so over a 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage 314-628-2015 and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available and give you an opportunity to support a local company. Marcon Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize the sponsors, staff and volunteers who made the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic in St. Louis a huge success. Without the tireless effort of hundreds of dedicated people this past year, this PGA Champions Tour event could not have achieved the success it did. The winner in golf is the person with the lowest score. But the big winner of this event is the people and communities of need in the St. Louis area and the tremendous boost to the St. Louis economy as a whole. Well played by everyone who put in the time to make this a wonderful event. It's great to live in your community. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and a proud distributor of General Electric Parts. Hey, guys, I know you've heard golf is booming, and it really is. There are more people playing golf today than ever before. And you know who else is doing great? My friends at Whitmore Country Club. I don't know if you know about their membership, but if you join at Whitmore Country Club, there's 90 holes. They give you access to the links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and the Missouri Bluffs. And the cart fees are included in the membership, so you're not going to get deemed for a cart fee. There's no food or beverage minimums, no assessments, no nothing. Just great golf, great places to eat. They have a large pool complex, three tennis courts. They've got a kid's club. You can drop your children off. You and your significant other, your wife, can go out, play a little golf. You can call them at 636-926-9622. And when you go over there, poke your head in the golf shop and say hi to my friend Bummer. He is terrific. He wants to help you with your game, and he'll show you around. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Do you want to have a more consistent golf swing? Hell, I know I sure do. SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. 
they can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area, 800-518-1626, or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. This is Bill DeWitt III, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? <laughs> golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, yeah, let me start it. <laughs> If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is refreshed by Michelob Ultra. Matt, hey, good morning, and welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me, and we are headed to the 19th hole. Not mad about the 19th hole. It's brought to you by our friends down at Anheuser Bush and Michelob Ultra. Um, boy, all right, Pearl, pop the Ultra, and let's take a look at this. Uh, we have found an article that talks about the 20 greatest courses that you never heard of. Well, and I think I think to reiterate from our last segment, Jay, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, as well on this kind of stuff. And in the different conditions and the history that these places have, say a lot about it. But I'm going to just kind of rapid fire them at you, and then let's talk about if you not if we, either one of us or both of us have played it before. Seminole. What do you oh, know? Oh yeah, I played Seminole a half a dozen times. It's great. You could drive by the entrance of Seminole. This is what I love about it. It's so understated. You can drive by the entrance of Seminole a hundred times and never know it's there. It's And they they bought some uh, some extra property. I've heard they lengthened the 18th hole. They had that match with Ricky Fowler and DJ. All the TaylorMade guys got together, raised a bunch of money. Yeah, Seminole's just awesome. What stood out about the golf course that you liked or didn't like, Jay? You know what, John? If the wind doesn't blow, it's not overly. It's not overly tough. It's certainly not long. It's more. Well, that's the, that's the golf courses that are built for the wind. Pebble, like we talked about, uh, the English courses, something like that. If the wind doesn't blow, that's half or more of the defenses. So yep. it, you're going to get a very different experience. Yep. Okay, Seminole. Next one, Bally. I'm not even going to know how to say this. Bally Neal. Bally Neal, I played it. It's in. Uh, it's you fly into Denver and you drive two and a half hours to this place, and you feel like you've just gone and had and just bought the farm out there. You can't see anything. It is. They got on uh, site uh, dorms and I shouldn't call them dorms. My gosh, they're nice, really super nice cottages. The golf course is a beast. It's huge. It's a long, tough walk up and down. The terrain is, oh, man, brutal. But the caddies were fantastic. I did some entertaining out there. It was just fantastic. I just loved it. Now, is that, a, is that attached with Sand Hills, Jay, or is that two different things? No, no, two different. Uh, Sand Hills is in uh, Nebraska. This yep. is in outside of Denver. 
You got it. Okay, yep. next one. Sand Valley, the sandbox. So I've this heard. I've, yeah, I've heard about this. I've not seen it. It's relatively new. It's in. It's in Wisconsin, I think, somewhere, Pearl. And it's. Uh, it's, I, it's in. It's in northern central Wisconsin. I've been there with a friend, and uh, it is spectacular. Same thing. You're driving up to it. You're going like, well, "What is this?" And then there's a couple of sand dunes with some grass sticking out of the sand, and you're thinking, "Well, whatever." Then you come up in these buildings that are clearly nice, but not overly stand out very much, which is their purpose, to make them hide into the background. Then you walk through the clubhouse area, grab a beer, sit in the back on the patio, and you're looking over like a a kingdom, a golf kingdom, and watching people play golf. They've got their caddies, a couple other guys smoking a cigar, having another beer on the back in front of the fireplaces. Same same type of thing. If you're any kind of a golf nut at all, that your your golf juices just come alive and you're like, I gotta go do this. Um great place. And again, very much we were played a couple of really good golf courses right near it and drive twenty minutes into this place and definitely want to go there. But as our argument was earlier in the show, great golf courses right around it that nobody's heard about. Yeah, absolutely. Next one, next one here, uh one of the best golf courses in France. So I'm definitely not gonna say this one. Les Bordes. Yeah, Labor does. I've never heard of it. I've actually never hit a golf ball in France. I've actually never been to France. I, I've hit a golf ball in France. I played a couple times, and uh, it was fantastic playing in France, but I did not play this golf course. I did play some good ones, but as I can't pronounce this one, I can't remember the other one. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs> let's do it. Pasta Tiempo. You already talked about that a little bit. Hey, one thing I want to remember about Pasta Tiempo, Jay, isn't that our first experience, and isn't that the first golf tournament that ESPN ever covered? Yeah, it is. I think it was. I think it was. I re, it was like 1970, no, 1980, I think. Wasn't it Pearl or 81? Is 80 or 81, I think. Yep, so, something in that ballpark. And uh, so, yeah, I can remember you got to walk again. You got to get the golf bag in line. Otherwise, if you have it hanging off your hip, it's going to catch onto a tree. Oh, there's no so doubt. You, John, I, we didn't even mention Cypress Point. Which is one of my favorites that we played. All the other badass courses up in the Monterey Peninsula. Ah, just terrific. Just love it. Well, the, the, that's one thing I would do want to mention because I, I forgot it. When you said best golf courses, asked me the best course the other earlier in the show. All that was going to my head, Jay, was fifteen and sixteen at Cypress Point. The back-to-back par threes, I believe. Correct? If I have that right? 100%. And, now, and the 15 is only 150 yards with the most diabolical little green. And then you get the 16, and the wind's blowing any sort of – and you're, you just can't breathe on that tee. It's unbelievable. That, 16, that, that 15 and 16 were absolutely spectacular. And I love the short hole because I could play it. And the older one, other one was great, but I knew I couldn't play it. That's why I like the short one better. <laughs> but it was absolutely spectacular. Being, you know, talking about being on the water, you're on the water, you're over the water, you're in the water. Yep. It, was, uh, yep. it was the best. That's a tough one to get on, though. So that's, that's a little unfair to, yep. to, to share in some, some levels. Okay, this one is uh, in the Norwegian Islands. Lofteten, Lofteten Links. So we're going to have to do a bucket list to get to Lofteten Links someday, Jay. But it looks absolutely spectacular. Um, so something we, we might want to do. El Paso. Uh, no, another one here, and this is in the great state of uh, of Michigan, which I played some courses there. 
uh, this last fall, but I need to go play a lot more because there's a great one. Crystal Downs. Any any connection with that one, Jay? I, I, I know it's uh, it's done by a gentleman named Perry Maxwell who's got his name associated to a lot of really great tracks. I have not played Crystal Downs. I've had opportunities. I just could not make them work schedule-wise, but I heard spectacular. Just really a, f- a funky, angular-type golf course with a lot of hills rolling left and right to make it really challenging to kind of keep your ball in play. For sure. Um, and, again, another place where you could probably go up and play for two or three straight weeks, uh, northern Michigan, and not run into a uh, anything other than an excellent golf course. Um, another one here, which we mentioned earlier, Prairie Dunes. I think – did we mention Prairie Dunes? Well, I don't know if we no. did or not, but I think it's in Hutchison, Kansas, and I think it's also a Maxwell course. And uh, – it's a, it's it's just uh, beautiful, and it is very much a uh, a wind designed track because the wind blows out there every single day, every single yeah. day. El Ellerston. Ellerston, I have never heard of. Okay, that's why because it's in uh, Sydney, Australia. So we don't know that one. We we were down there. We played a couple of courses down in that area. Yeah, we did. Nothing. Sleepy to... Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Man, I uh, I do not know Sleepy Hollow. I know where it is. I think it's out on the um, uh, in the Long Island area up in New York somewhere, Pearl. That's about all I know. It might be a. Uh, uh, I don't know who designed it. One of the great old uh, architects designed Sleepy Hollow. C.B. C. B. McDonald. C.B. Uh, McDonald is it. the same guy that designed St. Louis Country Club here in town. It's just one and, of it's my favorite course in town. It's a McDonald course. It's great. I, I love it. I have never played Sleepy Hollow though. And and you're right. It's up in the area and and uh, it gets hidden and overshadowed by the Shinnecocks of the area. Friars Head and other uh, great oh, golf National courses. Maidstone, all those great tracks yeah. out there. Yep, just another another gem of a place. Okay, here we go. I shouldn't have taken this because I I don't know how to pronounce these things. This one is Oopy Match Club, O H O O P E E. You would remember if you played this one just by the name. Yeah, I have no rec- no idea about it. I don't know where it is. I, I don't know who did it. It sounds like it's uh, a newer course, is what I guess. I'd, I'll guess. You know, built in the last fifteen years or so. Yeah, up in Canada, that makes some sense. Oh no, this is Cabot Links. You ever played? Cabot oh yeah, Links? that's beautiful. Yeah. That's up in. Um, um, uh, PEI, I think it's in Prince Edward Island. I think, bro, I think it's the guy that uh, was Timmy Horton's partner. I think is the guy that is the money behind this. It's just spectacular. It's got a landing strip up there. It is, it is God's country. It's beautiful. That, that, that's the place I want to go play. Is out in uh, Eastern Canada. I haven't. I played the Canadian Tour multiple times. I played quite a bit in Canada. Um, I am definitely have an attraction to the uh, P, uh, PEI, that whole uh, Newfoundland area, et cetera. I love to travel all that. Just I love the water and, and everything. Jay, is Cabot Links, is that associated with the, uh, the group? The, I thought they were called the Devil's Pulpit, the guys that came up with the Rubik's Cube. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. This is going to wrap up another show. Come back next week for more golf with Jay Delsing and Pearlie. In up straight, St. Louis.